0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is episode number 401 of the Material Podcast. I'm your host Florence Ion. I'm joined here by your other host who's here every week with me in the chair, Andy Anako. Hi Andy.
1: Hello, hello, hello. you want you want to take a guess on how long the cake lasted last week. We should we should we should make this uh, like a like a
0: 3 days.
1: A <laughs> uh, closer to 2. I will. I will say that. Oh. that is, I, I will say that it wasn't. In my defense, it wasn't the largest cake I've ever. I've ever bought for. Uh, uh, for a uh, for a material event, because apparently the chocolate ones are like right. kind of like four, four good slices. Uh, the uh, mm-hmm. yellow ones are actually like six really good slices. So. Uh, yeah. It's uh, uh, I did. I, I did. <laughs> I, I was. I'm trying to make myself look good. I was about to say it did last like more than a couple of days, but the metric I'm using is that I managed to have cake for breakfast twice <laughs> on different days.
0: Well, that's awesome. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, you know what? There's, a, there's. I love that.
1: I forget what nutritionist it was that was trying to like make the world feel ashamed about having like a muffin for break as a breakfast item and So that's just like having cake for breakfast. And I'm like, and <laughs> like, like, who, See, you're, you're, you're making that sound you know as though what? that's an undesirable thing as though. Yes. Yes. I'm not going to have a muffin every single day, but you know what, if I'm doing shopping and I'll go, I'll go to the day, the, the day old bakery department and they have like one of those $2 muffins mm-hmm. for a buck. Guess what? I'm having muffins for breakfast, maybe a day or two in a row.
0: Well, I'm going to be completely honest and say that we're having a bit of an issue in our household currently because it turns out that Mona loves chocolate croissants just as much as me. And so this week, so I buy us the pre-made chocolate croissants from like whatever Whole Foods dispatch that I can get to. I don't live near a Whole Foods, so this is going out of my way. So you have to make the croissants that you get like... Put them to really good use. Yeah. Uh, but this week I had to give up my portion because I wasn't about to be the parent that was going to take away the chocolate croissant from the child. The last one in particular of mm. the week. So yeah, we're we're doing a lot of chocolate croissants in this house. But you know what? Life is short. Live it. That's what I. That's what I say.
1: Yeah. I see. I, I, and
0: um. Yeah.
1: It's 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 great though. Like we we are uh, as a species. Uh, we 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 have the superhuman ability to keep contrary ideas in our in our heads at the same time, and I don't I don't mean that sarcastically. I mean that that's a really good thing. Such as uh, I've as we speak uh, in my in my kitchen there is uh, a pound of black bean uh, of red beans that are soaking overnight, partly because I've never I usually I usually get them canned where they're you know they're pre cooked they're pre softened mm-hmm. you just drain them and rinse them and you're good, and I re- am am curious to see how like how difficult that is but also a little bit because I read an article about this new tenet of nutrition where uh salt controlling salt sugar fats yes that's kind of important but maybe it's even more important to control like processed foods so that as an and, and as an extension of this that would mean that buying red beans and soaking them softening them and cooking yourself would be healthier than getting it from a can uh, so so a very subtle point Maybe it's, it's kind of a new area of nutrition. Uh, it's not junk science. I'm talking about That's actually like research and stuff like that. It's still, the jury's still out. There's just the, uh, uh, some researchers have noticed that, gee, you have, uh, they, they noticed in a certain country where they used to be very, 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 very like actually uh, like underweight. And then suddenly they were overweight, even though their diet didn't change all that much in terms of what they're eating. It turns out they're eating more processed stuff. So that's where a lot of this research is coming from that. The, and tomorrow morning, uh, I'm going to, I've scheduled myself, because I have the day off, uh, a diner breakfast where they have Nutella fr- stuffed French, cho- French toast.
0: Stop it.
1: So, yes. I, Why I, are I, you doing I, that I am, to I'm, me I'm right do, now? I'm making red beans the hard way because that might somehow be more healthy than eating them canned. And I'm also going to have not just French toast, but French toast that is essentially stuffed with frosting.
0: I have bad news for you about that Nutella, by the way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to ruin it for me, or is this going to be an interesting twist to the conversation?
0: No, you know I'm not going to ruin it for you. Actually, I'm not going to do that because that would be. I mean, you can very easily Google it <laughs> if you want to ruin it for yourself. I just figured since we're on the talk about Does- the processed foods, you know. But I, I, I yeah. Okay. Well, hang on, a bad on. habit I- of ruining things for people. So that's, no, that's, I've that's already fine. ruined. Hey. Some actors for other people because of my incessant knowledge of blind items. So I shouldn't do that well, for Nutella.
1: You know what? That that's okay because you're a mom and that's supposed to be one of your core competencies. So I'm I'm now I'm 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 now bringing up the, the 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 specials the specials menu, so yes there is Nutella stuffed French toast, four slices of our thick testis, oh, Texas Texas bread amazing. dough dipped in our vanilla egg batter, oh, grilled that golden, so
0: good Texas stuffed bread Nutella, is so good, with Nutella,
1: and topped with fresh strawberries and whipped cream. Okay, so just in case like you ruin it for me, there's also the Canadian bacon eggs Benedict eggs Benedict, there is the barbecue pulled pork omelet. Okay, here you go. The okay nope. We have a winner. If I can't have the if if I can't ethically have the Nutella stuffed French toast, the chocolate covered strawberry r- waffle, that is I'm quoting here, our chocolate waffle you batter, get that. our chocolate waffle batter made into a large Belgian waffle topped with fresh strawberries, a drizzle of chocolate syrup, and whipped cream. So I, I will not be thwarted just... in my attempts to have an eighteen thousand calorie breakfast for less than fifteen dollars.
0: No, no, no. I I don't want to <laughs> thwart you. I really don't want thwart, to thwart you. I was just trying to add to the conversation of like how everything is terrible. No, That's no no, all. no, no. I get.
1: I um, I I I I, tot- yeah. <laughs> I totally get it. I totally get it. Right. Right now I'm I'm having my uh, I wouldn't say issues with Bill Murray. It's just that I'm having thoughtful thoughts about Bill Murray because a Ooh. he's he is well documented yeah. now to be a total rhymes with jerk only starts with a d and ends with a ck uh that doesn't rhyme with jerk but now you know <laughs> what i'm talking about uh to people on, on set <laughs> including including like so physical sorry, violence <laughs> yeah and so now so yeah. i I'm, I'm so i'm now i'm navigating the question of like uh uh but he's just I, I do. I think about that while I'm watching him being incredibly funny and incredibly funny in a way that I don't see in anybody else. So it hasn't I don't believe that it has as yet ruined like my enjoyment of movies in which Bill Murray appears. However, it is a thought that is in the in, in process.
0: Uh, I'm trying to figure out where to take this conversation because <laughs> see, the problem with doing this podcast with Andy every single week is that like, I generally enjoy talking to Andy. And so we could just keep this going on tangents for the rest of the night. <laughs> we, we, it's almost to our about Google. we are going to talk about Google. Um, I just wanted to let, let me counteract with a person instead of adding to the list of problematic people, because everybody is problematic. I mean, <laughs> I'm problematic. Uh, I'm sure you can Look into my past. Anyway, the dearly departed Robin Williams. I have been uh, creating or c- curating a list and like figuring out where some of his oldest movies are streaming because I would like to follow his journey into acting from Mork and Mindy into like mm-hmm. the era, era that hit me. And the era that hit me was like Mrs. Doubtfire. That's, that's where I was as a child, like, introduced to Robin Williams. Um, And I, like, I've been getting served a lot of TikToks about him and clips. So something that I learned from TikTok is that Robin Williams actually played more than one queer character in his career. Oh, of course. I always because I only knew of the birdcage, right? Because again, of like my age, my generation, and when I knew Robin Williams. But I, um, I forget. Well, actually, he didn't play a queer character, but I believe he played. It was the movie with John Lithgow playing the trans woman.
1: Right, world according
0: to Garth. and that popped up in. Yes, thank you. And that popped up in my TikTok the other day. And then I went down a rabbit hole because that's what happens when you go on TikTok, like you're looking for a rabbit hole to go down. And that's when I realized, okay, I need to curate like the movies that I have never seen, especially the early stuff. Because I just really, I like, I I'm something that I don't get to do now as a tax-paying adult that I had time to do as like a college age kid uh, and even a high schooler is actually like go through the, Go through the uh, the movie list and and what, IMDb is what I want to say. Go through the IMDb <laughs> of a person's career and sort of like follow their acting trajectory. Uh, because I I've always kind of been like a how would you call it a Hollywoodophile, <laughs>
1: <laughs> dazzled by the glitter factory. I get it.
0: I mean, I've been watching the Oscars since I was a little kid. Even though, like, it's just not, not what it used to be. No,
1: yeah, tricks are not what they used. You should to be. you should check out the SAG Awards. They I I, I just watched it last I, night.
0: I've been watching clips. It's on yes. it's on
1: YouTube. It is everything it is everything the Oscars isn't, uh, which is it is it is fast. It is uh, it is efficient, and also it's it's a lot more genuine. It's not. <laughs> it does. I think the problem with the Oscars is that it's always had its head up its own butt. That's a given. However, whereas decades ago they used to celebrate having their own heads up their own butts, now they're all like, "And now, it's it's uh, it's a, a a landmark moment as we see the beloved Blum Blum on stage with his head up his own butt." That's that's. My goodness, such we have never seen such a head so far up one's own butt as before. Whereas the saga words, it's like these are people who like they because it's only like for actors, and of course it's only being voted on uh-huh. for actors. You you can really, really tell that as they're making their acceptance speeches, they know that every single person in that room understands what it was like getting started in this business and how desperate and full of self doubt and self hatred it was and also aware that uh like uh uh, one one day after they wrapped shooting on the movie for which they were receiving this very very high honor they were out of work and they had to spend three or four or five or six months trying to figure out how long they could get by on savings before they get their next gig. And you can read that in the sincerity of the speeches. And they're really, really good. And they don't get cut off after like 40 seconds. Uh, and it's, it's, there's, there's a certain amount of chaos that I like, Oh, so Michelle, yo, uh, so not, mm-hmm. not a spoiler that she won for, uh, best uh, favorite, whatever they do mm-hmm. to, to avoid saying the word best. uh <laughs> But so, a great acceptance speech. But also, so she was wearing this really, really cool dress that looked super cool. Mm -hmm. Okay, she looked Mm -hmm. as Michelle as Michelle Yeoh as you can imagine. Michelle Yeoh looking even better than that. However, the the stylistic flourish of this was this sort of like a crinkle cut French fries, French fry like confetti. That was like bursting out from like the top and down Mm -hmm. to the down the bodice and down to the waist, okay. And so, and apparently, this didn't read to me as she was like walking up the steps. But then during her during her acceptance speech, (laughs) her accept it was like the really really touching and about you know I have this career blah 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 and being Asian and recognition, but unfortunately these like. Plastic like confetti things were just like rubbing against the microphone. Like with every time she like moved a little bit, I don't, I I, I don't know, I don't know if it's getting if my microphone is picking that up. So sorry, Jim. Sorry, Jim. But (laughs) 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 but 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 now but now you get the idea of a. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just I'm just thinking. Oh, I'm I'm so glad this is the this is the SAG Awards because that is a very very authentic moment. And you can imagine all the engineers in back saying, "Can, can we stop filter filter put on filter go, go to the stage no stage microphone no stage microphones work damn it uh, uh, can we can we have someone like waving their arms really really high and miming step back from the microphone a little bit okay well whatever happens happens and that's okay also also not she also
0: a, dropped a lot of f-bombs
1: oh a lot of f-bombs that's it was see it was uh it, it was it was streaming on it was on net live on netflix and now it's now it's on youtube the, the full show start to finish wow. but that but uh, that also meant that even though it it moved very very quickly it was only like a two and something hour uh two hours and a little bit uh for the whole show mm-hmm. instead of like three to four hours for the oscars um mm-hmm. but it, but it also meant that they could have like if if people if if an adult in the room wanted to speak to other adults in the room and use the language that adults use go ahead and do it and it was and it wasn't like oh aren't i edgy it was like i have a i don't know what to say oh bleep like, or, i don't want to use those words but it's like it's like and she fumbles like yeah. <laughs> it was just adorable so so go to go to YouTube, watch it. It's it's really worth it.
0: Yeah, I I you know, I'm gonna put a link in the show notes. Uh, but I have to say, you know, this is the precursor to the Oscars. And I know that like the Oscars are a bigger show in terms of visibility than the SAG awards are, but I think she's freaking out that she's gonna get that gold man.
1: That's the yeah, maybe because I I, I, I think I, she
0: was having an internal freak out, like, oh my god, is this really happening? Like, cause she already got the golden globes, and like golden globes are like that's nothing. Entry-level tier, you that's know a, what I mean? Entry-level le- tier. 100 people
1: with no responsibilities and no real connection to the industry. Who cares? It's PR. It's yeah. PR for the for the awards that you actually want.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, well, it'll be an interesting award season. I was also just sort of thinking in the back of my mind about how actors have, like, such a busy time of year right after the holidays, just like I do with consumer tech. This feels like a good way to segue, <laughs> right? I mean, I came in right into CES. I knew exactly, I knew, exact- I knew exactly where you're
1: going with that. I, mm-hmm. pro- I, I prove it I admire mm-hmm. that. That was re- that was excellent.
0: And uh, you know, then I had to cover a OnePlus uh, release and a Samsung event plus release, and now we just have Mobile World Congress. Apparently, is back in full swing with all like the weird prototypes and <laughs> phones that you'll never see stateside, but. Thankfully, Andy, we're here to kind of talk about some of them. At least the most interesting <laughs> things that were surfacing around Barcelona. Yes. Um again, may never see the light of day, some of these things. Pro- some of prob- these technologies. Probably not.
1: And 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 I, I will admit that I got a little bit spicy in the notes about some of these things, but that we'll we'll, we'll talk about that. You did. Yep.
0: yep. That's why, that's why I love you. And of course, because Google can be left out of the conversation about something mobile. They also made some announcements this week, including some new features that are coming to the Pixel Watch and other devices <laughs> <laughs> to lump, in, lump them in. Uh, let's see you we take a quick little water break, and when we get back, we'll talk about it.
1: I think we should. Trying something for free for 30 days is sometimes the most expensive offer you will ever agree to because that's enough time to try and then completely forget about a subscription or service. And before you know it, you're paying for a subscription that you don't even use every single month. Well, with Rocket Money, you can change that with just a few quick taps. Rocket Money, which is formerly known as Truebill, is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Over 80% of people have subscriptions that they completely forgot about, like that streaming service (coughs) Mandalorian that you bought to (coughs) Mandalorian Watch just Mandalorian one show on, or that free trial that you never, ever, 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 ever even used. That could be, for me, one out of every eight to-do list and productivity apps ever released. Anyway, uh, Rocket Money will quickly and easily identify your, your subscriptions for you, so you can stop paying for the ones that you don't want. Simply find the subscription that you don't want and press cancel, and Rocket Money will cancel it for you. No more long hold times with customer service or tedious emailing back and forth. Rocket Money makes canceling subscriptions as easy as a click of a button. Over three million people have used Rocket Money, saving the average person up to seven hundred and twenty dollars a year. Okay, personal experience block. Yeah. Oh my God, does this speak to me? Um, because yeah, I I am that person. Not just be, and I I wish I could just duck behind the fact that oh well i'm a uh, i write about technology i write about these services i kept i have to keep signing up for these things just so i can test them out and then forgetting to you know (laughs) remove them but no that's just in general Uh, my brain is a little scratched and dented in places it's (laughs) a lot of people have this problem and it's not just the question of Sometimes of knowing that, uh, setting yourself a reminder that oh, make sure that you, uh, you you cancel this in the next three weeks. Sometimes it really is oh, I know that's happening, but I there's so many steps involved, or it's it's an easy, it's an easy thing to pay off uh, to to put off. <laughs> so- <laughs> Freudian slip, uh, and then, th- th- then you find yourself <laughs> like getting a notice from PayPal or whatever saying, "Congratulations, we've renewed your annual plan for this the, for this newspaper at only seven hundred eighty-one dollars a year." Like, oh, well, that was money that I wish I'd spent on something else. So, yeah, Rocket Money is is very very much up, up my street. I've been doing that stuff manually, just like on a search and kill operation and it stinks i would much rather i would much rather have someone who's a lot more finicky than i am do all the do all the pawing through and it's not just the, it's not just that either it's also like recurring reminders for bills stuff like that it's it's an interesting service it's 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 not necessarily banking 3.0 or whatever but it is like having like i, I can't afford to have a bookkeeper who does like makes takes a look at every single expense coming in and out and flags things for me, but I can't afford a service like 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 Rocket Money. Okay, end of personal experience block. Back to reading the ad. Stop throwing your money away, Andy. <laughs> Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to RocketMoney.com/material. That's R-O-C-K-E-T-M-O-N. I tried to do R O C K in the USA, but I'm not cool enough to pull it off. <clears throat> That's R O C K E T M O N E Y dot com slash material. Our thanks to Rocket Money for their support of this show and all of Relay FM.
0: Well, it seems that there is a new trend upon us for smartphones. And as they say in the world of journalism, Two is nothing, but three, well, that's something you should call around about. So it's time for us to call around because apparently super quick charging phones are not only a thing reserved for OnePlus devices, but they're a thing that is going to be taking off across more manufacturers, some of which will never see the light of day here in the U.S., but we should probably talk about them because it could spell what's next for the rest of us. Yeah,
1: I mean, I, I think that super super quick charging is one way to put it. I would put it at suspiciously quick charging, but we'll we'll get into that.
0: <laughs> it's a little too quick. So the two phones we're going to talk about first include the Realme GT three, which yes sounds like a car, <laughs> um, and you know good for them I guess, and the Redmi.
1: This is this is the one where it's it's not a real phone. They just like tarted up a a Note Twelve Discovery Edition. To I, I think I think what happened was that an engineer for Redmi. Was like hanging out with maybe they worked the engineer at Realme worked together previously. They got together in a hotel bar in Barcelona the week before. The Realme engineers engineer said, "Hey, we've got a new phone that we're actually going to be selling for six hundred fifty bucks that can charge in just over nine minutes." And this, which as you know, the, the 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 OnePlus can was thought to be remarkable twenty minutes. But we decided we have to we have to have take the crown. And then like so the engineer at Red Me congratulated them and like picked up the check and then like ran back to the hotel room and said, There must be a way that I can screw up this Note 12 Discovery edition that I've got in my pocket so that I can beat that because God. Dang it, I will not be – I will not – I know that RealMe is one of the titans of this industry, that everybody dreams of owning a RealMe phone or working with for RealMe and wish they could change the world the way that RealMe, but you know what? I It just sticks in my craw that our I can't have a phone out there, so they created a – they hacked together a Note 12 Discovery Edition, a phone that I had not heard about that charges in under five minutes. That that is suspiciously yes. fast. That is that is like if yes. if you order if you were to order something uh, in a restaurant and they gave it to you in forty five oh, seconds, yes, you would say yes. I you know what? I'm glad that you gave me this rare steak in 45 I I have to wonder <laughs> if this was actually a steak that someone else sent back or if what you corners just did you cut yeah it's like I again <laughs> impressive you definitely won the bar bet I'm not sure if I want to be anywhere near this however
0: yeah. So I think it's worth mentioning that the Realme, the the actual brand is owned by BBK. BBK is the big overlord of brands like Oppo and OnePlus. Uh, Oppo is a really big brand overseas. And so it's interesting to see the charging prowess, let's say, in the Realme. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I keep losing the name of these phones, the me Realme too. GT3. Please forgive me, listeners. But here's the thing about uh the Redmi Note 12 Discovery edition is that it uses a 300 watt charger. <laughs> okay. It's a, it's a, you so can also a you can also
1: grill food on top of a 300 watt charger.
0: That's Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Let's just think back to the days of PC building. Okay, a 90 watt charger. That's what my my Dell XPS 15 came with in the box. <laughs> my charger is 90 watts. That's how you charge a laptop, but now you're going all the way up to 300 watts for this little itty bitty brick it's It sounds dangerous to me, quite yeah. frankly. It sounds like cords that spontaneously combust. And I know that there's probably technology that keeps it from doing so
1: <laughs> in theory. Um
0: but this race to like become the fastest charger is it just feels it feels hollow. Yeah, like, this really isn't innovation. It's just a marketing tactic, that that I have to say, Andy. As a person who has lived with the eighty watt charger on the OnePlus Eleven, and has experienced the Super Vook charging, which is a the brainchild of Oppo. They eventually adopted it into the OnePlus brand that is sold in the U.S. So think about Oppo as overseas brands, and then OnePlus is like the North American brand, okay? Okay. So it's kind of how they differentiate between them. And what happens with Oppo usually ends up in the OnePlus devices. Oh, that's good. So because I have this fast charging on the OnePlus devices of the last three generations, I have to say I really do hate waiting for the Pixel 7 to charge. Okay, that's fair. It takes too long. Yeah. It takes too long. But it's also because I've experienced like I charged up the OnePlus 11 in under half an hour. That's absurd and it, it but you have to use a proprietary cable right. and charging brick to do it. Which have you been reading this week at all about Apple's uh implementation of USB-C?
1: Yes, where the so Of course the, I
0: know you have. I know. Right. You
1: have. right. Where the where the where the rumor is that because Apple has been actually forced by the EU to comply with a new law <laughs> to uh, to actually give everybody the charger the the, the charging slash data port that everybody else in the world is using, uh, supposedly begrudgingly, basically to stick a thumb in the eye of the of these people, even though they're being to say that you you don't control us, uh, it might not actually support fast charging without an actual. Uh, Apple uh, certified, Apple certified iPhone charging cable. So if you buy like an anchor cable or, or a, a, a perfectly decent cable with all the right pins, all the right wiring to, to to communicate fast charging, it still won't work. It will, it'll charge slowly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so I'm kind of thinking about that and I'm just thinking about how we're finding all these ways of making things proprietary and it's like, At least on the Apple end, like Apple's gotten away this long with saying, well, we're doing this for the, you know, the good of the user. I just don't know that Android brands have that kind of sway with their users. (laughs) (laughs) Like I can I can believe when Apple says, like, we just want to make sure that you don't buy crappy cables for your very expensive iPhone um, because that's a lifestyle they're selling as well. But when it comes to the Android side of things, you know, I I do get very worried about like a two hundred. Okay, normally it's a 240 watt charger they include with these Realme phones. That's ridiculous. 300 watts with the Redmi, like <laughs> that is a lot of brick yeah. to be carrying on your person so that you could charge your phone a certain way.
1: Yeah, also, it's not as though Apple and Samsung don't think that charging the phone, charging the device really, really fast isn't a good idea that is, or rather yeah. isn't isn't something that consumers want and they would and they haven't been struggling to make sure that they've got that charging time down as low as is rationally possible like they're not they're not trying to win a bar bet here the historically the problems with fast charging are that it's it's very it's very very inefficient which means that it generates a lot of heat as opposed to putting all that current like actually into the into the charging of the battery and Lithium batteries, they don't love heat. They really don't. They 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 tend to if, if you're lucky, uh maybe you'll only maybe you'll have to just like replace the battery every year because it'll just the chemically it'll just die. Uh if you're really unlucky, it will just explode because the heat will cause a th- thermal runaway and Not okay. Worst case scenario. Worst worst case scenario. I have not I have not tried either of these phones. I'm saying as a general rule, these are the things that on your that are on your mind. If I were the CEO or a lead engineer uh, of a product like this, right in the slide deck, I would say, well, one problem with the slide deck sir is that we don't have the card that says here is why this is not going to explode or like be 280 degrees in your hand and cause like second degree burns. If you lean against it, like on the sofa or in or, or, or wherever you've got it. Uh, I would, I would want at least the second or the third card uh, slide in the deck to be, no, we didn't just decide that What <laughs> whatever happens after it leaves the factory is not our concern. We actually thought about this and we solved a problem that Apple and Samsung have not solved yet. So yeah, as I say, suspiciously fast charging. <laughs>
0: Well, I do know of one manufacturer that's trying to figure out to make a way to make this fast charging, I guess, somewhat efficient, uh, and that's by using water cooling. Mm. You see OnePlus, which is a sister brand of the brands we were just talking about, they showed off a concept phone. Now, they're not new to concepts. They've done this before, which is always kind of weird because it actually doesn't seem, I don't know... <sighs> OnePlus plus as a brand I've always seen it as like a scrappy upstart but I guess yeah. they really don't want to be seen as that which is why they're introducing well which is why they showed off a <laughs> prototype of something called active cryoflux which by the way sounds like something I would go to one of those med spas for and I would get that in addition to a package featuring Botox and <laughs> uh you know maybe some sort of I don't know Nose lift, whatever they do for you uh, at those things, it look younger.
1: See, my, my thought was that like yeah, there's somebody who has written like Avengers fanfic where like the there's <laughs> a feature that where the character there's a new character who saves the day that is obviously the Mary Sue character for the author and it would be like because mm. this this kid is like twelve years old active cryoflex is here to save the day like okay.
0: Yeah. Well, apparently it's here to save the phone. So what it is, it's it's a set of thin liquid-filled pipes that are sandwiched under the phone's back glass panel. And obviously it looks cool because like we saw on the nothing phone, for instance, anytime you pipe in any sort of like <laughs> differentiated color schematic going on, like obviously it looks cool. We love okay. And lights. we all liked... Not only do we love Blinky Lights, but you know what else we loved? I know that you don't like talking about this. I know nobody wants to talk about this. Uh, but what was the Batman with George Clooney and uh, and um, Chris O'Donnell? That's where Arnold Schwarzenegger played uh, Mr. Freeze. And when he would freeze up, he would have like all the veins would change color because yeah. he was freezing. That's exactly what I'm thinking I thought, my mind I, I right thought
1: now. you're gonna I thought you're gonna bring up the bat suits that had the nipples molded into them, which a lot of no. us are still <laughs> still trying to move past but really can't
0: well, you know <laughs> uh yeah. at least I didn't bring up Ben Affleck. uh but yeah, so it's um so now this probably isn't as effective as we think it is because although liquid cooling is an effective mechanism like in a PC tower it works a little bit differently in a phone and there's no fan or a radiator which are both very essential parts of building a PC that has a water cooling system and we're talking about again a very thin phone
1: yeah the the, the whole point is that you have liquid that that cool liquid that goes past the the CPU and take some of the absorb some of the heat out of the CPU, and then on a PC it goes to a fan or a radiator that then releases that heat outside of the computer so that when that same liquid goes past the CPU again is once again cooler. But now it seems there's no fan or anything, it just keeps looping the same like it just I don't know how it works. And nobody that I've read <laughs> read about that that who's who's actually held this and like actually tested it can see how it works either apparently uh, uh the linus tech tips channel had uh actually got a hold of one that uh it's not just like in a in a demo booth that they just got nice video a b-roll of the liquid seething through these illuminated blue channels they actually like put some really good testing on it and confirmed pretty much mm-hmm. what the what uh one was saying was that Okay, it's they they're trying to say that oh well yes, but for gaming it means that you won't have to the phone won't have to throttle throttle down the CPU and, and give up performance like during high high performance games and stuff like that. And they themselves OnePlus said that it means that like on a really really super high performance, high demand uh top tier game, we're talking about maybe you'll get 3 or 4 extra frames per second like in rendering and it, Linus Tech Tips pretty much confirmed that uh, you get three. You get three degrees, maybe cooler, but it's not anything that actually does anything. Well, once again, I, I hate. I hate to sound like someone who's saying, "Oh, I, I'm I'm against anything that's new. Anything that's new can't be any good because if it was any good, we'd have ha- we'd have had it by now." But sometimes in technology, that's a question you have to have on your mind. That throttling a CPU to Correct. to yeah. to uh, to preserve the life of the CPU and also make sure it's not, the phone isn't uncomfortably hot to hold. That is also a problem. That is a universal problem. That's a problem that Apple has. That's a problem that Samsung has. And if they have not done active cooling on this scale, if they have decided that, a better solution is to simply make it perform better at higher speeds, and make sure that you don't have to even when you're, you're even when you're uh, throttling it down, it can still has has plenty of oom for what the phone has to do. If they haven't done active cooling, either OnePlus has had a breakthrough that these companies have not had, or this thing doesn't really work. Or it works, but it's not really functionally useful. It doesn't lead to the, the, the complications of having this wave motor and all this complicated stuff inside the phone does not justify whatever little performance gains that it actually creates. And again, that, that was not in the slide deck. They didn't say, Hey, we figured something out. No, it's like, okay, we made, we made a, just like, see the the reason why I get salty about this is this, and like the next one we're going to be talking about is that you, um, uh, Concept cars at auto shows are cool. The, the couture fashion that you see at fashion shows, also really cool because they they make no bones about it. It's like we are professional designers. We spend most of our time making things that are functional and practical and saleable that will appeal to actual consumers and fit into their lives. We do these, con- we do these couture fashions. We do these concept cars because as designers, we want to occasionally push the envelope and say, well, what if we had a car that, was all, all glass displays or it didn't have any didn't have any any need for controls in it. What if what if we were using this material for what if we're doing what if we were using uh, LCD material uh, to create the patterns uh, on a dress? How would that work? What if we use these shapes that are absolutely you can you can barely even walk in but they affect the silhouette in a way that echoes uh 50 years ago but also seems like See, they're not trying. They're not trying to tell you. They're not trying to get press. They're not trying to get like attention based on this. This is like them figuring out ideas for themselves. Whereas, like mm-hmm. every every time, so I'm, I'm like, just like you, like I, I I wasn't obviously I wasn't at Mobile World Congress. I'm glad I wasn't because I didn't see one single mask in all of those. You see this oh crowd shot I of like seen thousands one of mask. people. Not even. I, I didn't, exp- oh, I didn't expect. Oh, not just product
0: shots. Like social media yeah. too. Every like people going out, and I'm like. You guys, the pandemic is not over anyway. Yeah.
1: Oh my God. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll skip over. I'm, I'm talking about like the the B roll shot of here's the 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 busy show floor. Mobile mm-hmm. World, World Con. You see three thousand people. I didn't expect most people to be masked, or even half people, half of the people be masked. I didn't expect to actually be in amazement freezing the frame and looking and trying to find one person in that huge crowd wearing a mask, but I didn't find it. Um, But yeah, no, what what gets up my nose about these concept phones is that they know that people are analysts, uh, analysts and reporters are here to like, Generate coverage if they can create this one-off device that is totally impractical and is almost never, almost certainly not going to ship. Ship, but it makes it looks good on video as something that you can put into like a YouTube influencer's hand and they say, "Hey guys, I'm here with a a, this incredible new banana-shaped phone, and you peel it by by creating a new display." Like it's stupid. It's not going to ship. But again, you got. You, you got some time with the, and it's just it's 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 a it's a scam it's it, I, it just gets up my nose that's why I will shut up now
0: well <laughs> no you listen they're all incredibly valid Andy and I, I'm I'm trying to figure out how to introduce this next concept phone because to me a person who is a fan of foldables I am not a fan of this <laughs> <laughs> The Motorola riser spelled. R i z y spelled R i z r. Oh
1: my god! They get now. I I did say that I that there's no way this is shipping, but they should get Paul Riser to be the spokesperson of this oh, phone. No. Mad <laughs> mad about phone. That I, is I've, an incredibly have,
0: niche joke,
1: though. At this point, I have turned. I've totally turned <laughs> around because here. that show.
0: <laughs> no, but the problem is that show was not in syndication the way that like. You know, so many other shows are for you know Gen Z and younger's to be able to like understand the reference, but I understand it. I'll have you know, <laughs> Helen Hunt did start out as a TV honey. Okay, let's not forget uh, before know. she was in Twister, which just pa- pa- to Ra- Paul TV Reiser was also
1: in, in the in the uh, early eighties movies Diner. If that helps, people are probably more familiar with the movie Diner. No, mm, okay, true. Yes, I, I didn't see that the was movie. but that was wishful that was so, wishful thinking my part. Okay.
0: So Lenovo owns Motorola, right? Which is nice for Motorola because they have you know money now through <laughs> Lenovo. Lenovo is a giant tech company uh, globally. They make well. I, I don't need to explain it to you listeners, anyway. So the Motorola <laughs> Riser, basically, what it is, it is a. It looks like a compact phone, and what it looks like to me is actually looks like the the PDA. The PDA before it became the smartphone, like remember when yeah. the Trello, excuse me, the Trio came yeah. out and it had like the makeshift little antenna pocket, right, right. you know, to, it was like, oh, this is indicating it's a phone. <laughs> so that's what it reminds me of. So it's a five inch screen. But then all of a sudden it like starts increasing in size, like the scroll of, well, oh, I'm, trying to make a bible reference but i have nothing off the tip of my tongue. So it goes to a from a 5-inch display to a 6.5-inch display with a 22 to 9 aspect ratio which is great for like TikTok and Instagram Reels, <laughs> yes. let's be real. Um that's that's really what you're watching at that ratio. Now, the unit that they demonstrated at MWC was functional and it is super neat but the surplus edge actually wraps around to the front and becomes like it it's still it's still there's still bulk right because mm. the display has to go somewhere it's not like a foldable but at the same time it's a little more it's interesting compared to a foldable because i still see foldables as just a bunch of different displays hinged together by plastic that's yeah. kind of how i think of it like if I look at the fold, I think of the fold is actually three displays, right? There's one on the outside, and then there's the two on the inside that are just like held together yeah. by this plastic uh, OLED. Fine. On this one, it makes it more dynamic, but it feels like a one-note device. Yeah. Versus, I'm actually getting double functionality out of like the Z Fold Four.
1: I think you're absolutely right. Because, but gets me attracted about like these, uh, the the book fold sort of devices like the Samsung like the like the Oppo that got demoed that was also demonstrated like the rumored Pixel Fold or Pixel Note or whatever they're gonna call it mm-hmm. is that it it is a pocket phone that turns into something approximating a tablet, which is super super attractive to me even if I can't almost certainly can't afford it. It's a super super. Also it's it's practical in that when it's folded this super super vulnerable like plastic coated display is actually protecting itself. It's not like uh, you can stick I feel so I could stick this in the in my pocket because the outside is still metal and glass and more scratch proof than whatever. I've dropped going
0: this to... thing many times. Right. With only a back case on it by the way nice. because the cases that they make for this phone are awful. Yep. <laughs> so
1: whereas this thing it's like i've it's obviously it's got a motor that pulls out this this drawer so to speak that where the that the screen's attached to so good luck if you drop it even once getting that thing to break the part of this i think it's kind of interesting how when it's at its most compact the surplus part of the display like you said kind of curls over and becomes like the bottom inch or inch and a half uh, of the other side of the of the device so if you've got it like so, so if you've got it, like, turned face down on the table, it's, like, still a little notification area or something like that. But what is covering that? Is there? Is there – there can't be glass covering either side of this thing. So if I've got it in my – it's, like, am I going to have to, like, keep it in this velvet slip case so that I won't get any of these plastic surfaces scratched? So it's it's such a no, no, no for me. I just – it's again. It's a cool looking demo. I'm glad they're thinking about these things, but it's like,
0: eh. yeah, I agree. I agree with you. But i was saying, since we're talking about Motorola, I should also say that what they should really do is focus on making the Razer something interesting, because they technically already have a foldable. They have yeah, the Razer, cool. but it's it's not to the level of Samsung or, quite frankly, even Oppos, because I I did get to use the Find N to flip. I actually have it. Um, they sent it to me all the way from China.
1: Hmm. Did it come? Did it didn't come with my gloves? Did it?
0: I I say that because I recognize how much these phones have to travel to get to me. <laughs> um But I I don't have I don't have it in front of me. The phone it's on the other side of the room, and I apologize because I wanted to show it to Andy. I'm sorry. That's fine. I'm sorry, I can't show it to you. I did write about it for Gizmodo, though. <laughs> if you want to see the pictures I took there. <laughs> Um let's take another break, and then when we get back, we'll talk about like some actual MWC like news you can use.
1: This episode of material is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Watching Netflix without using ExpressVPN is like playing your favorite game and not using all the power ups. Why limit yourself when there's so much more fun to be had? Watching Netflix without a VPN. Basically means you're only getting access to a fraction of Netflix's content, so there's lots you could be missing out on. Thankfully, ExpressVPN is the key to unlocking those shows, and it works by letting you change where Netflix thinks you're located. That means that I can watch the U.S. version of The Office on Canadian Netflix from my home, which is not in Canada. All with just one click by opening the app, choosing the country I want Netflix to think I'm in, and refreshing. There's so many reasons to choose ExpressVPN. It has blazing fast speeds. You can stream in HD with zero buffering. It's compatible with all your devices, phones, laptops, media consoles, smart TVs, and more. Plus, they have servers in 94 different countries, so you can gain access to thousands of new shows. And it works with other streaming services like BBC iPlayer, YouTube, and many more. You can stop paying full price for streaming services and only getting partial access to just a fraction of their content. Get your money's worth at expressvpn.com/material. Don't forget to use the link at expressvpn.com/material to get an extra 3 months of ExpressVPN for free. Our thanks to ExpressVPN for their support of this show and all of Relay FM.
0: Well, I have some good news for phone repairability, at least when it comes to the low-to-mid-range market. Now, HMD showed off a phone that's actually quite innovative at MWC, and that is actually going to ship to people. And not only is it going to ship, it's also going to be pretty affordable. So for 150 bucks, you will be able to buy the Nokia G22. And what it is? Well, not not not. It, so HMD no, Global. You,
1: you you for people who live in Europe uh, or specifically England. Yes. England first, Europe later, and no announcements yet <laughs> about to the US. Which is too bad because it looks really cool.
0: It it does, and I do want to walk back and just say like HMD Global did buy the Nokia name. They also debuted, by the way, a new logo, which I'm like not feeling. But <laughs> eh, it's it's brands. What it's a you very do? pointy but logo. What's... <laughs> It's not – yeah. anyway, at least it's not what Kia did. <laughs> um, so what they did is they configured this phone so that you could basically do a battery battery swap on it in about five minutes with just simple hand tools. And they are actually partnering with iFixit to make the replacement parts affordable and easy to get. So a new charging port would cost like 23 bucks. A new display would cost 54 bucks that is much more affordable by the way than what you would have to pay for a Samsung or Pixel equivalent just kind of like to put that in mind but the phone is also 150 bucks so it just goes to show you like how much these components kind of do cost at the end yeah. of the day um, they also said that they're going to make replacement parts available for at least 5 years now here's why this is interesting okay we only have one fully repairable phone on the globe it is the fairphone the fairphone 4 currently and although it posits to be you know fully repairable and much more sustainable it's not exactly taking off <laughs> <laughs> though you know in in a way to make a significant dent in the smartphone industry so seeing a brand like hmd which specializes i mean Nokia right now is pretty much selling like low to mid-range phones so all yeah. the budget categories and I I bet you like those phones are getting trashed. Those phones are um you know, maybe they're getting like given to children, so that's why they're getting trashed. Uh those phones are maybe being held onto for a long time, so they're going through a lot and maybe the person just like really doesn't have the kind of money to shell out 3 to 500 every time they want to you know, fix a phone. And so this is a really A really different way of thinking about it. And so, what I'm hoping is that this will actually maybe set a precedent for at least the other mid to low, mid range to low (laughs) end devices. I'm thinking very specifically of brands like Samsung with their A series. I know Samsung did announce that they were going to make things like more repairable and offer things through like iFixit, but not to when they announced that program, they didn't announce this much like. Immediate uh, of fixability, if if that makes sense, like like yeah yeah yeah, the, you can do all these things, but it's not quite live yet. Yeah,
1: and, and also you see you uh, when you look at these supposedly like easier to you know, Google also did something similar uh, to Samsung where they're. Uh, definitely building upon what iFixit has done, which is they if if their if their concern if their arguments against repairability was that hey look you know we don't we we sell phones through stores we don't have like a, a retail storefront for selling parts uh, or anything like that uh, but if but i fix it steps and so well, great we 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 do sell nothing but parts if you will use mm-hmm. us as a distributor we will be very very happy to write the repair manuals for it and do all that sort of stuff uh but even which is great much better than what apple's doing but when you look at the the actual phone itself it's still it's, it's designed so that okay great here is a replacement charging port Good luck desoldering the old one. With really, you need really specialized equipment to remove this component from the Mm -hmm. board. Whereas uh, a phone that is designed to be repaired, uh, like this uh, Nokia G twenty two, like the like the Fairphone, it is actually a separate module that could be removed and then put back in. Obviously, it's not gonna, it's not as easy as plugging a (laughs) plugging a charging cord in and, and removing it. But it means that the most frequent points of failure you know that point where you're plugging this thing in and out in and out in and out you might be flexing while you've got you might have dropped it while it was plugged in and you basically cracked uh, something in the connector all these things that tend to break easily make them really really easy and cheap to fix that, that might even offset the fact that yeah. Uh, the 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 only real downside that I can see from this phone design is that obviously the fact that you can pop it open in five and and swap out a battery in five minutes it means that it's probably not like sealed together and waterproof like a uh, like a Google it's phone or iPhone. It's bucks. But yeah, exactly. But <laughs> but 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 also means that if you are unlucky enough that it's you drop <laughs> you drop it in water, maybe you will be able to fix whatever's broken really really easily. Or it's. It's it's a trade off. It's a hundred fifty dollar phone, so yeah, I'm, I'm glad to see this kind of effort being made. I'm glad to see H- HMD deciding that this is an important enough feature that whereas the uh, whereas the Fairphone, I mean this in a positive way, is is a hippie phone. It's like it's, it's it is it's it's, it's 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 like those cereals in the cereal aisle where it's like three mm-hmm. multiracial, multi generational friends basically knitting together and. Looking at each other like we're such great friends, even though we're multiracial and multigenerational, it's like, okay, just, you know, ease, ease it down. It's, it's, it's granola. We all like, we like brand flakes with, with, with raisins. You don't have to, you don't have to sell me on the, on the, on the idea of equality. I just actually believe it's in all not, of that.
0: it's not solving the problems that we ex- actually ex- have.
1: Exactly. I mean, it's, it's not, it's not, it's not a brand lifestyle. It's like, it's, it's basically, Hey, let's, we make all kinds of phones. Let's see if we can actually just make, let's see, let's put these features into the design of the phone and see how well it works.
0: Well, here's to hoping we see more of this. Well, I think it's time now for us to move on to Google's announcements that happened in Barcelona or maybe in tandem with Barcelona because I noticed that Google actually heralded a feature that they launched or announced last week Yeah. before this show. So let's start first with something that, everybody with a Pixel Watch will be able to use. And that is fall detection. It's finally available starting this week on the Google Pixel Watch. Now, this is a feature that was promised when the Pixel Watch was originally announced. But if you read the asterisk at the bottom of the reviewer's guide, (laughs) you saw this feature will not be available until first quarter of 2023. So it's the first quarter. It's here. It's come. And the new feature is going to come via software update. You can enable it through the personal safety app or through the Pixel Watch companion app on your Android device. Google says that the feature has been, quote, extensively tested, unquote, so that the Pixel Watch can distinguish between an actual fall or, quote, vigorous physical activity, unquote. And actually, one of the examples that they provided, which I did not use in my uh, story, but one of the examples is burpees, because the whole point of burpees is like, you got to fall to the floor, yeah. which, by the way, I hate burpees. God, I hate <laughs> Uh, Anyway, Uh, they said that they made it so that it will not trigger accidental alerts, which I thought was kind of a job at Apple because over the summer, the roller coaster was calling roller coasters were calling emergency services on iPhones. Not
1: not only that but emergency <laughs> services like all across the country were saying I I can't we can't deal with all the 911 calls we are getting accidental 911 calls we're getting from just people who are out hiking and uh I don't know if it was a jab yeah. so much as a, uh, we, we we are aware that this can be a problem. We are hopeful that mm-hmm. when we've released this into the world, believe me, we abu- we, we're we known for not treating our employees all that well. We abused so many of us. We greased all the steps in the campus to make sure that we'd entice our employees to fall down while wearing the watch. So a lot of them were unconscious for several minutes uh, and it still, you know, it all worked.
0: Well, this particular fall detection feature is powered via motion sensors and, of course, machine learning. That's what Google is known for. So, when you do fall, the watch is going to vibrate and then set off an alarm. If you don't move for 30 seconds after that fall, uh, the watch will call for help if you don't do anything at all. So, what it will do, it will prompt to you with two questions Are you okay? Are you not? Um, do you need assistance? And if you don't tell it that you're okay it will call emergency services and it will call it through your watch so theoretically you could just be like help i've fallen and i can't get up and they'll hear you yeah. and come help you so um it's a it's a great feature to have but i do as we said at the top of this podcast samsung's smartwatches have had this for several generations now since even before they were using Wear OS, I will say, as their software. The current Galaxy Watch 5 is actually $50 less MSRP than the Pixel Watch. So something to also consider that also has a temperature sensor. The other thing is that at CES, I saw $100 smartwatches with this capability (laughs) built into them. That's all to say, like if you are a person who's looking to this feature to help an elder, to help somebody who you are maybe caretaking for, there are much more affordable routes. <laughs> you do not have to buy a pixel watch to do this.
1: Yeah, I mean, we'll get. Yeah, it's I, the, to be fair, you have to you have to ask yourself if the hundred dollar watch does a good a job at rejecting fake. Uh, f- false positives, but that's fair. But at the but at the same time, that makes, that's way more accessible. Uh, even if it's if it's if it annoys, uh, I don't know how to put it. But uh, you, you have to think to yourself if if you or someone you love is in that kind of situation where they need to be able to call for help, like no matter where they are uh, in the house, it's kind of okay. If you're, it'll kind of be okay with false positives because if you can't afford the five four hundred dollar watch. Uh be great to be, have the $400 watch that has a better version of this feature, but a $100 version that does it badly, but badly in the sense that it is calling for help when it doesn't necessarily need to is probably not the worst thing in the world.
0: Okay, so now let's talk about the feature that Google did parade this week that they actually released last week, which <laughs> is Magic Eraser is coming to more than just your Pixel devices. In fact, if you pay for a Google One account, you will get it not only on your non-pixel android phone but you also get it on your iphone mm. through the google photos app so
1: that's that's pretty cool, cool. That, is, <laughs> that, that is that that it is it what, is what i like i i don't buy a pixel phone like to show off to other people but i will say that i've never had a, like a demo samsung phone where it had a feature where it impressed anybody okay uh, the Samsung Fold, they're kind of curious about it, but it's not like, oh, my God, I wish my phone did that. Pixel phones are different because when you see the number one feature is call screening, the other one, you look dubious, but I'll, I'll finish my sentence. Uh, but, uh, uh, boy, does Magic Eraser demo well because it is – Clear as clear as a bell. It's like see this, see this, see this person in the back who's making faces uh, at the beach. Uh, even though even though this person knows that, hey, look, I'm taking pictures of my adorable child. That will probably be a memory that I will want to keep for the rest of my life. Thank you for tugging down the bottom of your you know, trying to moon me as I'm taking the picture. You just circle circle this person and it just simply disappears. It fades away and disappears in like one second replaced by more sand and waves so that if in, in it's in it's best uh, in its best performance you can't tell that any edit has been made so this is this is such a good thing to good ambassadorship i think for features and It's good to see that google is not necessarily saying you have to give us a thousand dollars for a phone or okay four hundred dollars for uh, for a phone necessarily to get access to this feature it's like just just please use Google one because we want, we like it when people give us money for no reason every single month.
0: Well, it's not for no reason. I mean, a Google okay, one it's, account it's package, does get you it. space and extra storage and discounts stuff. On, the, I, I yeah, do,
1: back on the Google store. Yeah. yeah,
0: I do. I am getting a lot out of my Google one account and I'm paying for the $10 a month one right now. So, um, but I will say that the magic eraser at least for me has always just felt like a glorified Photoshop trick because I I've never really been able to get it to work for like really big edits. It works best for like little things. Oh, yeah. So like, yeah, it's, it's not, it's not a fixer. <laughs>
1: Well, i I think that's a I, I i think that if you go in with halfway reasonable expectations, it's not it's not going to be Photoshop. With it can't figure out what you I mean by saying, okay, you're you're circling this person's eye. Do you want me to erase the eye? Do you want the eye to be brighter? Do you wish that this eye were blue instead of hazel? Uh, but in but in terms of those simple, it's uh, I'm very I was very impressed with even with larger objects. Uh, it's not it's not gonna if, if someone is leaning behind, leaning against a car it's not going to be able to remove the car of course. but I've had like a, a bench that took up like a quarter of the like a quarter of the width of the picture and it did a really good job of removing it even with even with details in the background that uh, the wall that was behind it that shouldn't have be shouldn't have been there. I, I love it for particularly for like you know where are am I'm, I'm in New England we have we got we got churches here. We, if it's one thing with our Puritan fishing colony has is is churches, and sometimes it's, you got a beautiful like two hundred year old three hundred year old church, and the last autumn and it's beautiful blue sky and their leaves and there are like four power like four like electrical electrical uh, uh, wires and like cable wires that are like ruining it, but you just sort of, draw a line against it and boom they're gone, and you're like
0: yes. That's, that's fair. So it
1: it's it it works for the intention. I'll,
0: I'll give it another try. Maybe I'll give it another try. Maybe it was the picture I chose to use. And lastly, Magic Eraser can not remove the stain on
1: the human soul. So if that's what you are looking for. No, it can't. That that friend of yours for college that makes you wonder, why am I still friends with this person? No, no, that's beyond the ken of of even God.
0: I was going to make a joke earlier about (laughs) erasing people from my life. Uh, (laughs) But, you know, life doesn't work that way. By the way, very. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say this very just this last news bit that we have for you. Very anticlimactic. It feels like an anticlimactic way to end the podcast because we are reaching that that point. Which, by the way, if you are a member of Relay FM, though, you do get more content after this, so stay tuned.
1: We're gonna talk more about the Pixel Watch, as a matter of fact.
0: We are. We are gonna talk more about the Pixel Watch, but before we get there, for members only, which you can find out more at (laughs) Relay.fm/slash/material. We're going to talk about uh, some new widgets for Google Keep. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, this is actually very helpful. So Google Keep has a new phone widget. And what it'll allow you to do is basically pin like that one note that you have for the grocery list just stays forever on your home screen. And then you could just go to it. And I can see this being very helpful for like the fold environment when I... (laughs) You know what, actually, Andy? I just realized the Pixel tablet. They're probably going to start like re-widgeting things in preparation for that Pixel tablet.
1: That's a good observation. I like. See,
0: uh, we made it not so.
1: It's a it's it's a really simple feature, but as someone I've I'm I wouldn't describe myself as a super fan of Google Keep, but my my need for like note taking and to do is so basic and simple that I just. Can't get enthusiastic about doing the search for replacement for like the basic Google app, which works great. Syncing, syncing is great. The core suite of features is spot on what I need. And so many times, especially when I'm traveling, it's like I don't necessarily I I just need to remind myself that this is the person Mm -hmm. you're this is the person you're supposed to be meeting. Uh the assistant's name is X. Uh, if there's also a direction saying, look for the, look for the door with a blue, with the, with a blue handle on it. Uh, it's on the side of the building near something, something street. And I'm just waking my phone, checking that thing. Like, okay, great. I know what I need to go. That's, that's why this widget is like such a simple, stupid thing. You, 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 you're kind of like offended that the widget that they already have for it isn't, <laughs> isn't already doing this, yes. but okay, I'm going, gl- I'm not going to, I'm not going to complain about that. I'm going to be happy that you finally got there. Just like fall detection.
0: I will say, though, that despite the existence of a Wear OS widget, I never use it. It's quite tedious to use Google Keep. And they did, by the way, um, update it this week so that you can now use two new shortcuts for browsing and creating notes via the microphone, which is nice and and helpful. But again, very tedious to do that on a tiny 1.9 inch screen. 1.4, point four or whatever the screen size is i don't know i, I that that
1: 's another one that I thought but well, that should have been core competent competence on on Wear OS. Yeah. Like as, soon, as soon as they as soon as they came out with Google keep, especially because when they they 're competing with Apple, which is such a polished product, the Apple watch. Every time that they, every time that, app, yeah. every time that Google shows off Wear OS, and this is not just for the Pixel Watch, this is for the Samsung Watch, for anything, they should. Oh, and by the way, of course, if you if your watch has a microphone in it and you're just walking, you suddenly have an idea that's, and you don't want to break stride and take out your phone and unlock and whatever, just double tap on this the mic and just speak clearly as the what the note should be, and it will create that note for you. That's that's useful to me.
0: Yeah. Well, Andy, that's it. That's it for at least the most interesting pieces of MWC.
1: Yes, we still there's a and there's a lot of stuff that there's actually there was a we're going to talk about this next week, but with the deal with okay, so the the the, the chief pooba of YouTube has left, and the new pooba has oh like, yeah just there's just today like two on. hours ago but two hours before we recorded the show there was a whole new manifesto from the new CEO of, of YouTube about here's what 2023 is and here's what our goals are going to be. And I'm like, I can't, I can't throw away half the show and start talking about this. And also, I will also benefit by having a week to like, think about this.
0: So, yeah. You might want to go on TikTok because it's interesting. Well, maybe, you know what? I'll do the TikTok thing. Let, (laughs) Let me, let me do that for us. Okay. I'll take, I'll take that on. I just say that because it's very interesting to watch Gen Z talk about the differences between TikTok and YouTube because that's really, and maybe I shouldn't just call them Gen Z, I would just say the youths, <laughs> <laughs> because they're really the ones that are going to inform how YouTube evolves and if it evolves. People who with YouTube, yeah. So, yeah. So that'll be really interesting. Okay, I'm looking forward to having that discussion. I thought you were going to talk about, there was a, another piece that came out like an hour before we started recording that was like, oh, it was in the information, and I think it was an op-ed that said, Sundar Pachai needs to
1: step Oh, down. yeah, yeah. That's
0: <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I guess it's a lovely teaser for next time we do the show.
1: Assuming assuming he's still the CEO next week. I mean, it's possible he's got like one Anything of those could happen. jets loaded with like half of the Google treasury of gold bullion already loaded on there. <laughs> They've already chosen like the, a welcoming country in exile.
0: <laughs> I thought you were going to say like Scrooge McDuck swimming through a giant menagerie of coins and gems. <laughs>
1: I could, I I, I I could see him not necessarily swimming through the, you know, but the sort of thing where like he surfaces, like, Bachai like squatting on a pile of money, like with this big like Saint George's crown and like ropes and ropes and ropes of like gold chains around himself and diamonds on each and, and big huge I'll like candies doorknob sized gems on each finger. If I, if I had that kind of money. I'm not saying that would be real. I'm saying that if it occurred to me and if I could put more money into the creative artistic community by commissioning for $5,000 a crown and for another like 11 artisans on Etsy saying, I want like big cartoon doorknob sized like rings that not, not real gold, but just make it cartoon like big. I would, I would spend 23, 30,000. I, I would, I would spend 11 minutes of my daily income on that. Yes putting money into etsy
0: did you just describe prince Prince john by the way from the 1973 disney animated classic robin hood
1: the one that ripped off most of its animation from the jungle book i have i've never seen it
0: yes oh i'm aware i'm aware i'm aware aware, aware
1: of it i'm only i'm aware of it and i'm only mostly aware of it by like all the side-by-side videos of here is (laughs) here is like uh, There's like the the 41 scenes that were just copied frame by frame for cost cut.
0: <laughs> well, on that note, we're going to wrap up here. Um, Andy, are you doing radio this week? What would you like to leave folks with before we go?
1: I am off this week, but I am on next Wednesday, so you'll have plenty of time to prepare yourself mentally, socially, physically for that. Have lots and lots. I'm giving you dispensation for having lots and lots of cake. I know it's Lent. But I have the power to give you dispensations for having lots and lots and lots of cake. Uh, And uh, uh, next Wednesday, 1230 in the afternoon, go to wgbhnews.org to listen to it live. Or you can listen to it later at that exact same URL.
0: Perfect. Thank you, Andy, so much. And for putting together our show notes this week and uh, basically helping me make sense of all this MW news, MW, (laughs) MWC news. I don't, I, 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 I.
1: It makes it sound a lot more hip than it the actually is.
0: Oh, I know, I know, I know. Um, as for me, you know, I'm Florence Ion. You can find me at gizmodo.com. Or if you'd like to use my vanity URL, which I would appreciate, flowrights.tech. Type that into a URL bar. It will take you to my author page at gizmodo.com. Um, I'm also going to be leaving a link to my Discord in the show notes. I'm going to be doing that just for a little while. For anybody who's interested in coming to join what I would like to call the After Hours community, Um, it really is just a bunch of folks sharing tech help and me. (laughs) So it's, it's a mixed bag. Um, But I figure I'd offer that since Twitter has essentially uh, burned into a dumpster fire. (laughs) Thanks, Elmo. (laughs) Until next week, everybody, Uh, thank you so much for listening and thank you so much to our editor, Jim, for making us sound great this week. And, For everybody else, please be healthy, be happy, be safe. We'll see you in seven days. Be well.
1: Have a happy.